All right, welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Victoria Shirley. We are going to have a special guest on Local News Live today to talk about some flooding that several different types of flooding that have been happening, that has been happening in central Mississippi. Let's go ahead and bring up our very own chief meteorologist, Clay Osterley. And I do have some video to share with you from the storm tracker uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. So let's go ahead and show that for you. And Clay, you were standing by with a guest from one of our Mississippi stations, isn't that right? Right, Victoria, yeah, and uh, as you can see there in the video, uh, this is coming to us from our uh, great television station, WLBT, in Jackson, Mississippi. Yesterday, struck with very heavy rains. That followed, uh, or that preceded, I should say, by several days of rain as well, and then when they got the big pop that they got yesterday, it just kind of pushed everything over the limits there. So heavy rain falling very quickly yesterday, flash flooding, now kind of focusing their attention on some river flooding as well. So I want to bring in WLBT meteorologist, Patrick Ellis uh, with us right now. Patrick, uh, it has been just super busy for you guys down there the last couple of days, and uh, we're getting some new information about the river flooding specifically and the Pearl River that runs through Jackson. Hey, thanks, Clay, for having us on today. And of course, yes, the Pearl River, uh, just within the last probably about an hour or so, we were in the middle of our 11 o'clock newscast, and uh, my, uh, my fellow meteorologist, uh, colleague, uh, Peyton Garrison, walks in and she says, hey, they just updated the flood forecast for the Pearl. And I said, what is it? And she looked at me, she said, 36 feet. And I said, that's interesting. Um, we already knew that we had a flood warning in effect for the Pearl River at that point. And we had just had a conversation in our morning meeting saying, hey, look, I think that they could probably go up to at least 34 um, on the next forecast update. And when they updated it at uh, about 11.15 this morning, it went up to 36 feet. And why I keep saying 36 feet is because uh, in 2020, we had a our third highest crest along the Pearl River at the Jackson Gauge. That level was 36.67 feet. We had flooding in uh, the northeastern corner of the, of the city. Uh, we had about 400 homes that were inundated with water. Uh, we had uh, water moving through portions of downtown Jackson. Uh, we had a, uh, just outside of our station here, we have a bridge that goes across the Pearl River. We actually do sit uh, only a stone's throw away from the Pearl River. Thankfully, it didn't get to our building because uh, we were kind of up on a bluff, but the road that runs across the Pearl River, Old Brandon Road, uh, there was a portion of it that was washed out because of the water rushing over it. So uh, we've got a lot of issues that have happened uh, with the flooding over the last uh, couple of years. And you know, uh, right now, the city of Jackson, as well as Hines County officials, uh, are having a press conference, and they're telling us the, kind of the same idea to be prepared for basically a 2020-level flood in areas that were affected by that. And then on top of that, just be prepared for the fact that there's more rain on the way. We don't really see a big change in our overall weather pattern outside of, you know, we, we won't have an upper low sitting on top of us to help to pinwheel in uh, this moisture off the Gulf and out of the Caribbean. But still storm chances each and every day that could very easily pile up uh, and add insult to injury and salt into the wound. Patrick, let's talk about uh, kind of what happened yesterday. Uh, we've got some of the video up on the screen right now. And obviously, uh, we, we saw not only a daily record, but a monthly record set uh, all from yesterday's rain. Yes, 5.05 uh, inches at the Jackson uh, International Airport yesterday afternoon. I was out in Storm Tracker. Uh, I got to go out to uh, Scott County. Scott County, uh, at one point, we were sitting... I said, okay, I'll, I'll go out for the um, for the 11 o'clock in the noon newscast in the, in the truck. I got about 
a mile outside of the station and the amount of water that was coming down was insane. We, we had a season's worth of rainfall in some parts of our area. There were spots in central Mississippi up in Leake County and Scott County, uh, uh, two counties just to the east of uh, Jackson, um, that got 15 inches of rainfall in one day in, in a 24-hour period. Um, we had, uh, in about 96 hours, 10 inches of rain, which is about a season's worth of rain here in Jackson. And I was looking at uh, some of the data. Uh, if we get more rain today, uh, we will rival uh, some of the wettest uh, June, July, and August uh, summer months uh, on record here in the city of Jackson. Uh, right now, we're sitting at about 22 inches of rainfall, which puts us at number six for the wettest June, July, August timeframe. That probably is going to get crested here soon enough as if we get a downpour to go right across the airport. And uh, one of the numbers is 1979. The year 1979 was an extremely wet year, uh, starting from the beginning of the year all the way through the year and uh, was the wettest on record. Um, thankfully, we had some, some time over the summer where we were actually dealing with big time drought um, that helped out with the fact that, yeah, we had some time to stay dry. And even in the spring months, we were generally a little bit drier. So we're not running up on the, on the 1979 realm as far as that's concerned uh, for the entire year. But for the summer, it has been a deluge, and especially the last couple of weeks. Uh, it seems like the last two weeks have really been uh, kind of pummeling us uh, with the rainfall here in central Mississippi. Of course, we always like the rain. We just don't like it to fall all at once like it did yesterday. And as you mentioned, a couple of dry days there in between. But yeah, the last uh, two weeks or so certainly been rough. Patrick, I kind of wanted to go back to, uh, because you did mention how we're going to be rivaling the 2020 flood with some of the projections that came out earlier this morning. Uh, what are you guys and what is the National Weather Service and local officials, because you said that they're urging people to prepare for something like 2020. What does that entail exactly? What should people kind of be thinking about? Well, the first thing off is, you know, they're already starting to discharge um, a lot of the water out of the reservoir. So uh, for people who don't know how Jackson's uh, river system works, of course, the Pearl River runs right through the city, but just above uh, the city of Jackson, there is a 30 mile reservoir called the Ross Barnett Reservoir. There's a spillway that comes off of that. And right now they are discharging at about 45,000 cubic feet per second. Right now, the intake on the north end of the reservoir is approaching 70,000 feet uh, per uh, cubic feet per second. There is a level that they have to maintain at the reservoir. So the emergency spillway does not get overtopped, which is 300 feet above sea level. Right now, it's sitting at 298 feet. Um, they have to release water from the reservoir or the reservoir will eventually be overtopped and it will cause much more issues downstream because if the uh, emergency spillway were to be overtopped, it would immediately release the water down that spillway and into the Pearl River and basically push a flood that is, you know, incomparable. So they have to put the water out at some point in time. They're doing it in gradual increments uh, to get it up there. They literally uh, are trying to work their way up to 34 feet right now. They're going to get it up to 34 feet at the Jackson Gage probably as early as this evening, which is a quick rise. And when you think about the grand scheme of things, that 36 feet is going to take us until about Tuesday to get there. The question mark that we have is really where do, where do we have any more extra capacity 
if we have more showers and thunderstorms coming across the area. So the city of Jackson is already talking about sandbags. They've already uh, said you can go over here to um, the, I think it's the Fire Training Academy um, here in downtown Jackson to go to uh, get sandbags. We also have a voluntary evacuation. The mayor just mentioned uh, possible voluntary evacuations for Northeast Jackson, the same areas that were affected by the 2020 flood. Um, I'm, I'm on Facebook right now and I'm, I'm looking at some of the comments because I posted about uh, the extent of the 36 uh, foot flood uh, across the Pearl River stem through Rankin and Hines County. And there's a lot of people who are asking, okay, well, if I wasn't affected at 36, six, uh, 36.67, will I be affected at 36? Well, probably not. You know, there hasn't been many changes in the flood structures since 2020. So if you weren't affected in 2020, more than likely you're not going to be affected this time. But if you were affected in 2020, you need to be prepared that you could be affected again and in rapid succession, especially as we get towards the weekend and into the uh, start of next week. Again, the, the Pearl River press is expected sometime either Monday or Tuesday, and it may be a longer duration than the 2020 flood. Uh, we had that up there for maybe about yes. two or three days at uh, 36.67. Uh, the amount of water that's coming down the pipeline right now could very well have issues for a longer period of time, a longer duration than the last time uh, that we had this type of flooding. Of course, runoff does take its time, and that's kind of one of the complications when you're trying to forecast the hydrology of everything. Um, and Patrick, I, I just maybe uh, since you kind of have the, the platform here, um, you know, we, we're kind of mentioning the fact that this is all based off of what happened yesterday. Your forecast continues to call for some rain chances, and I know the uh, Weather Prediction Center monitoring you guys again for I-20 and just to the south for some potential flash flooding throughout the day. I was looking at radar right before we joined you. Looks like we're starting to see some heavier activity just to your west and southwest gradually drifting towards the direction of the Jackson Metro. So uh, it's probably important for folks to maybe that weren't impacted by 2020 to just go ahead and have it in the back of their mind and just say, hey, you know, maybe this time. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of what the uh, our, our friends and uh, colleagues over at the uh, Weather Service as well as at the uh, in the city and the county uh, are kind of mentioning. It was like, look, you might have been affected by 20. You have been affected by a 2020s flood. More than likely you're going to be affected this time. The question mark ultimately does come down to what do we end up dealing with on the back end? We've already had we already had the water already coming down the pipeline. Uh, down from Carthage, which saw almost 15 inches, some parts of uh, Leake County, Carthage area, saw almost a foot to 15 inches of rain yesterday. That water is coming down the Pearl River stem. It will eventually get to a point to where it gets into the reservoir. It will be released out. Um, a lot of people don't realize that the Pearl River, when they built the dam, it was purely for you know a reservoir standpoint to have a drinking source for the Jackson area. Um, ultimately became recreational as well. Actually, tomorrow is the beginning of alligator season in the state of Mississippi, wow. and there will be a, probably a lot of people trying to get out and uh, and try to bag a couple of alligators because it is a um, it is a very coveted thing to get that license. Anyways, the fact of the matter is that eventually all that water does have to come down, and um, you know, it is not a flood control device per se. But the guys at the uh, Pearl River Valley Water Authority, they're, they're going to try to push back the water as much as possible and keep it back as long as possible 
so people have time to get ready downstream. Unfortunately, there is a point where that water has to come out. It will eventually have to make its way downstream, make its way down all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. But, you know, it, it's all depending on when exactly. So it's just highlighting the fact that, yes, there's going to be a quick rise here between now and tomorrow and then kind of a slower rise that will take us into early next week. That is going to be kind of a pitiful thing. The big thing, though, to think about moving forward is if we get rain anytime soon. And we do expect that there will probably be some uh, heavier pockets of rain and storms to redevelop this afternoon, uh, making their way into Metro Jackson probably by about five or six o'clock. Our biggest worry is obviously upstream, but obviously if it falls right on the Pearl River or if it falls on the reservoir, that's eventually gonna be a big issue as well. Uh, no doubt, Patrick, you guys are going to be working hard uh, over the next uh, couple of days to keep everybody up to date and uh, safe as possible and everything. I did want to ask you just one last question because you had kind of mentioned you don't see an immediate shift away from this wet pattern that you're in. As you're looking maybe uh, day five, six, seven, maybe up towards day 10, are we, are we starting to try to see a little bit of relief? Well, you know, comparatively to where we have been the last two or three days, we're in a better shape um, than uh, than what we've been dealing with. But tropical downpours are back on the way. We have a front that's going to move through here probably sometime on Saturday that will at least bring down the humidity levels enough that the coverage of rain will go down. We're still going to have some scattered downpours, but at least the, the coverage won't be as great. But as that front starts to fade away in the Gulf, it opens right back up and we get back into a pattern that's going to be pretty stagnant with tropical moisture sitting in place. Just enough of uh, lift to get some showers and thunderstorms going on a daily basis. And there might be some periods of heavy rainfall to contend with. Unfortunately, uh, you know, CPC looking at the six to 10 day outlook, wetter than average. And I was looking at some of the data going into the next uh, couple of weeks, looking at the, uh, the ensemble forecasting. I don't really see in the next two weeks, maybe even three weeks, that we really break out of a wetter than normal pattern. So unfortunately, this is our our, our issue that we may have to endure uh, through at least the next two weeks, possibly three to get us into uh, maybe the mid portion of uh, September. Fingers crossed here that we can just get a couple of days in between there to at least try to get some of that water downstream and make a little bit more room uh, for some additional rainfall there. If you're just now tuning in, we are talking with WLBT First Alert meteorologist Patrick Ellis down in Jackson, Mississippi, where just yesterday they experienced a, a duration of extremely heavy rainfall caused flash flooding. Now as is usually the case, we're dealing with all of that water moving into some of the reservoirs as well as uh, the area rivers, and we're dealing with some of the river flooding. Uh, Patrick, we appreciate you uh, joining us today, of course, and uh, I know, again, as you guys uh, continue to work through the next couple of days, you're going to be working hard to keep everybody up to date. So uh, best of luck, and uh, man, I, I, hope you get, I hope you get a chance where you can get a little rest here because I know the last day or so has just been crazy. What's sleep? I haven't slept since 2016. <laughs> All right. All right, Patrick. Thanks so much for joining us. Of course, that is the way that morning meteorologists normally function, right? What, what is sleep? Hey, thanks again, Patrick. Yes. We really appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it, Clay. All righty. All right, guys. Again, that's Patrick Ellis from WLBT down in uh, uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And he just updated us on the flooding situation that's going on down there. They will continue to monitor the Pearl River that runs through Jackson, Mississippi. And, of course, Patrick mentioned the reservoir that uh, the Pearl River uh, kind of funnels some of that water down uh, is really increasing its intake 
And so officials there uh, with the watershed authority now trying to make sure that they can get some of that water uh, downstream safely before it gets to a point where they can't control it. So we're going to see some more uh, river level rising over the next couple of days. But again, the key is making sure that they can control that rise versus having it get to a level where they can't control that rise. All right, of course, here at Local News Live, we will continue to monitor weather situations from across the country, and we appreciate WLBT and Patrick Ellis for joining us today. 